0: Oh, cool! Uh, <laughs> welcome to our first mini pod. Yes, mini pod. The freedom beef mini uh, pod. We can uh, we can come up with a more clever name eventually. For now, it's the mini pod. But uh, but as, as we as we uh, as we go on, we can come up with a. I got it. A, a what? Okay, the freedom beef. Uh, what name we putting this out? Freedom beef slider. Kill yourself. Oh, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Well, I'm, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think of like beef or burger or steak related thing. Well, I thought we were gonna just like put it out on Saturday, so I was gonna call it the Saturday Shorty. <laughs> well, I figured I'd put it out on like Thursday or Friday, cause it'll come out. Let us know. Let us know in a comment when this comes out. I'm not sure when it's gonna come out yet. I haven't decided. Cool. But um, um, today is a special mini beef. It is. Uh, mini beef. Mini beef slider. It's a mini beef slider, love it. There we go. See, <laughs> give two. <laughs> Trial three, and error. Give <laughs> give two dumbasses microphones in <laughs> a minute to come up with something stupid. <laughs> that took that took us a lot less time than I thought it would. Honestly, yeah. Just ask the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> we came up with a name for this <laughs> podcast real fast. <laughs> Watching a three year old watch Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> Anywho, yeah. Um, there's two things in the great state of Nebraska that we give a fuck about and uh, the first one is of course corn mm. the second one and beef yes so agriculture, agriculture. the first one the second one of course no, not necessarily not necessarily in that order because yeah I mean, the, I mean you know one and one A yeah you know what I mean uh, the second of course being mm-hmm. football oh I was gonna say broccoli. Uh, local brews. Nebra- Nebraska Nebraskans are very proud of their uh, local local beers. they are. Zip line, Thunderhead, Blue Blood, Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Nebraskans are, are very very proud of their uh, local brews, mainly because they're very good. <laughs> yeah, I I'll enjoy. Imperial. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, this is specifically a, um, a a football preview mini uh, mini slider, and we'll be talking about the only important football team in the entire state. Mm-hmm. Mainly because it's the Omaha Beef indoor football team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. The we're the talking l- the about Lincoln Haymakers. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> the, uh, was it the Lincoln Dragons? The the Renegades? The Renegades. The Carney Hawks. <laughs> the Nighthawks. <laughs> the Leons mini football. Mini <laughs> <triple> <laughs> football team. Midget N- football. Neiman, midget. And Neiman and Sons. <laughs> is it midget football still? Yeah. Is that racial. I think it's youth football. Oh, because it's culture insensitive to say midget? Yeah. Fair enough. I have a story to tell you off air. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll tell it we now. We have a microphone. Yeah, I'll tell it now. Big uh, mic. There was like. There's a microphone. There was like. <laughs> we, uh, we went up to, we went to Kansas for the football game. Uh-huh. This last Sunday yep. or Saturday, or yeah, Saturday. Yep. And <laughs> we we were sitting at IHOP eating breakfast. We me and one of the coaches look out the the, the window, and there's like six midgets walking out of a out of a Motel Six. And we're just like, what, what? Do you think they got half off the room? <laughs> But like, because oh, we. How many do you think fit in one bed? Do um, they do four? Do they do the two at the top? D- two at the <laughs> two bottom. At the f- <laughs> maybe five. One in the middle, like a like a dice or a die. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But one was wearing a a, a midget wrestling shirt. Yeah, because midget wrestling was just in Lincoln, wasn't it? Yeah, it was at a uh, Gray's Cake Saloon. I fucking hate this life. Why? Because it's full of so many dumb fucking things. <laughs> Extreme midget wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Just professional wrestling from with midgets is is essentially a yeah. little, little, and sweet, and s- it's little sweet shin music. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> Back to what this <laughs> podcast way? is actually supposed to be. Yeah, well, what we're supposed to be talking about. And I will say it's not culturally insensitive. It, they call themselves midget wrestlers. Yes. So. If. Yeah, I, I guess it depends on, on the midget. Little person. Whatever. They really hate being called dwarves, though. <laughs> really? I don't know. Never met one. I don't know either. Um, but uh, Nebraska has their first football game this uh, Saturday uh-huh. against Akron. Mascot, the Zips. The Zips. Their Nebraska is currently, I think last time I looked, a twenty-three and a half point favorite. Really? Yeah. Good it's Lord. <laughs> a pretty big margin. <laughs> Although it's Akron. Still. Yeah. First game under Frosty Balls. <laughs> and uh, we'll see how that goes. And they um they released the depth chart. Um for. And it's for deep. Akron. And it's it is deep. Um, at some spots. At other spots. At it spots. is. Thinner than a paper it's, blade. It's deep at running back, nose uh, at, uh, defensive line, uh, defensive back, and wide receiver. Yeah. Is is the main and there's there's one thing that stands out a lot to me is that there's a lot of um, ores on this depth chart, as in like like iron ore. No, as in a like boat ore. Um, uh, for instance, Greg Bell is currently listed at the top of the death, death chart. At or Maurice back. Washington? Or Divino Zigbo. And then you have... Interesting. Yes, and then you have... Um, Where's Maurice Washington on that he list? He is second string. Is it him or Mikhail Wilbon? It's him or Miles Jones. What about Jalen Bradley? He's not, even, he's not on here. <coughs> really? Yep. Um, and then obviously... Is he uh, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Uh, but Which is confusing because the, the, the staff at UCF, which is currently now the staff at Nebraska, loved Jalen Bradley. Mm-hmm. They were recruiting him to go to uh, UCF. Yeah, there was a lot of... So I'm not sure if he's just not picking up the playbook, if he's not... He got a lot of love in spring. He, he must be dealing with some injury. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, obviously, uh, for Nebraska fans, we've heard of the absence of Trey Bryant. He's who, retired from football. Yes, who has retired from football due to... Um, too many injuries, and of course, he got back into fall camp, and his knee injuries started to bother him. He had knee pain, too much knee pain. Yes. and then he, d- which you hate to see, you it's hate unfortunate because he had ungodly amounts of talent. Yes, he he might have been the best running back on on the roster. He might, if if he was if he was completely healthy, like no knee pain, he he's probably the best running back on the roster. Um, hot, other maybe, take, maybe other than Greg Greg Bell. Or hot take, or, he's if. He was hundred percent healthy. He's the best running back in this nation. Really, I would say so. Yes. Over Bryce Love. Yes. Hmm. With no offensive I mean, line last year, he ran for unbelievable almost three hundred yards, yards on yeah. Arkansas State. Yeah. Yeah, it's it was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> He's <a laughs> it was ridiculous how bad uh, the offensive line was last year. Hopefully, that changes. Well, it's easier blocking. It's mostly zone blocking, so yeah. it's easier. And plus, that's what they'll do at the next level anyway. Yeah. Because the NFL um, doesn't do traditional blocking anymore. You had, uh, you have Brendan Hymas uh, moving to uh, left tackle this year to replace Nick Gates. Interesting. Um, and he has gotten huge. He's listed at 6'6", 300 pounds. Wow. He was 275, 280 last year. When he was playing right tackle? Nice. Zach Duval Zach is doing work. <laughs> yeah. Although no kidding. if if you've seen that the video of Tanner Farmer, which you probably have if you if you follow like Sports Center on Twitter. You've you've seen the dude squatting seven hundred and sixty five pounds three times. In rookie numbers. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> kind of pump those numbers up. Right. Um and that yesterday, yeah, I just hung out with your mom. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, um, your mom's actually really small. Yeah. Uh, then you have, um, let's see. Oh, um, you have DiCaprio Boodle. at. Um, Shit. <laughs> fuck. Which. Fuck. And of course, fuck. We're 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 basing we're basing our, our opinions on DiCaprio Boodle off of um, Diaco's defense. Off, know, of what, off of what? Defensive coach of the year while he was at Notre Dame. Yeah. No big deal. No, but he was an awful defensive coordinator at Nebraska. Debate. Really. I think he didn't have as much control as he That might be true. That might be true. Um, uh, you also have uh, the transfer from UCF, Trey Neal, starting at uh, one of the safety positions. Is uh, that Ole Miss transfer guy starting? Um, no, actually. He's not even on the depth chart. Interesting. Uh, Outside linebackers are Tyron Ferguson and Luke Gifford. Gifford. Yep, and and then backing them up are Alex Davis and Caleb Tanner. The uh, the uh, four-star freshman, highly touted uh, pass rusher. Um, I think one position that really surprises me is the wide receiver where we have um, Mike Williams starting at one of the wide receiver positions. So it's Stanley Morgan, Mike Williams, and... J.D. Spielman. That's a terrifying lineup though. Yeah, it is. Uh, especially because you've you've probably got... Uh, each running back is probably going to get at least five touches. I think each running back game? gets probably eight. Yeah, I I was low balling would say bit, five but ten. But um they've Troy Walters is Troy Walters and Ryan Held have talked about um wanting to keep their running backs fresh that when they want when they when Akron trots out the def trots out a tired defense that they have a fresh back. Mm-hmm. And uh and that's that's exciting to hear because that's not something we've heard ever. Well, At Nebraska, like Mike Riley tried to do running back by committee, but the problem was he rode he ch- the hot back, and then yeah. the hot back got hot and tired. Yeah, and, and then, then he wouldn't would, switch. And then he would put in a cold back, and they would fumble. Yeah. Mikael Wilbon or... Mikael Wilbon. Yeah. mainly Mikael Wilbon. Definitely Mikael Wilbon. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and then, obviously, we have the hot national news that... <coughs> Martinez. Adrian, Adrian Martinez, is the, the starting quarterback, the starting quarterback, uh, the first true freshman to start at Nebraska ever. In his first game, I'm sure I should say the opening, the opening, yeah. the first, yeah, the first true freshman to start the opening game. Okay, ever. Because. because uh no, wasn't Ma- wasn't Taylor Martinez? Ta- uh, she he was a he's a redshirt freshman. Oh. About, what, what song I was wrong? He was a redshirt freshman. Uh, Bo Pelini had uh, had a habit of redshirting the the quarterbacks when he brought in, when they got brought in. Smart move. It, it is. It's, it's a smart move. And then obviously we hear today that Tristan Jevia is uh, transferring, which understandable. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't. I, I just he's a new coach. Yeah. New system. Know. You fought your butt off. You were right there till the end. And yeah, then which uh, uh, Michael Brunts from 24-7 Sports was on uh, the Brett Kane show talking about the quarterback battle. And he said that if it's really as close as... Um, he brought up a good point that about it being close and who's going to win the start, uh, starting job. This was on Friday. And he said that it would make the most sense if it's as close as they're saying it is. To go with the quarterback that fits the system better, mm-hmm. rather than the quarterback that, uh, realistically, you're probably not recruiting anyone. Yeah. If if you're if you're uh, if you're there when they fire both you're probably not recruiting Tristan Debbie. just because he doesn't fit the system. He's not a runner. Yeah. Adrian and, he, Mar- and Adrian Martinez was brought in as the golden boy. Yeah. And he was Scott Frost's guy. Yeah, and you also had the. I think Frost doesn't want to have the built-in excuse of, oh well, he's not our quarterback. You yeah, know, he's molding into the system. You're going to get the true freshman out there, take his lumps, mm-hmm. and then I think next year Noah Vedro puts in a good fucking case for him to be the starter over Martinez, as possible as possible. But that also depends on the on the year that Martinez has. True. Because if Martin if Martinez has a really like a Mackenzie Milton year, mm. like like. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, if he does, but so that's a big if. Yeah. Mackenzie Milton was putting up stats. But the, the last two quarterbacks, the last three quarterbacks that uh, Scott Frost has had have led the country in uh, quarterback efficiency. Vernon Adams led the country in passer efficiency? Or he, he was up there. Vernon Adams was shit. Yeah, but he was, he was an efficient quarterback. True. That's because he checked down every play. That's the offense know, yeah. um, a lot of, a lot of that offense is check downs. Yeah. Which is why they threw to the tight end a lot at UCF. Oh, well, it's a quick read offense. It's basically a one read offense with a quarterback. For those of yeah. you who don't know much about football, I'm about to drop a lot of football knowledge very this is, quickly. This so is this assen- is this is essentially an overview of what of, re- of what the spread offense is. So get out a pencil and paper. <laughs> uh, class begins now. Uh, this is Coach AJ. We're going to head over to my chalkboard. It's a dry erase marker board that I don't have in front of me. <laughs> uh, anywho, so basically the concept of the spread offense, specifically the spread offense, Chip Kelly and Mark Helfridge and Scott frost yes, is a very simple offense to make your quarterback have to think as little as possible. So it mm-hmm. is a one-read offense. Mm-hmm. So basically you're reading one guy. There's two routes Which is that... typically probably safety? It'll be outside linebacker, no, safety, outside linebacker. or corner, depending on mm-hmm. the route combination. So you, you have two routes that are going to force him to make a decision. Right. If he doesn't make a decision and he's able to jump both routes or there's a coverage change, that's when you look to your third option, which is usually your hot is it, route, check down. A, it's a tight end. Tight end, running back Split. out of the backfield, something like uh, that. Slot receiver. Yeah. A drag from the other side of the field, something yeah. like that. So that's basically what the offense is predicated on. It's it's something that Tim Beck tried to run. But uh, Tim Beck America, is the but dumbest was, fucking piece of shit ever. Yeah, but was horrible at it because he didn't know how to run it.
1: And we, what they,
0: they were, everyone, what everyone was trying to replicate was or- what Oregon was doing at the time yeah. under Chip Kelly and Scott Frost, or I guess Mark, Mark Al- Helfrich. Helfrich. Scott Frost was the wide receiver coach. Yeah, at the time. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Which is is he coaching? <coughs> he's coaching quarterbacks at uh, Nebraska, any? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Which mm, obviously makes sense. No, I think he's the wide receivers coach. No. no yeah. No, no. Troy Walters, Walters, Walters is the wide receivers is coach. Yeah. The wide receiver's then he's coach. the quarterbacks yeah. coach. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, but they, I think, you you have an interesting situation with Nebraska this year, is because you don't really know what to expect, because the the lines in Vegas have kind of fluctuated a lot because when I've seen it as low as five and a half, all the way up to like seven, seven. Yeah, it, it's it's, seven. it's fluctuated so much from uh, when Mike Riley was was uh, fired. To when Coach Roth was hired, to the spring game, to the spring game, to uh, a couple weeks ago, to because realistically they could get up to eight wins. You know, this is a team. You that's, know what I mean? Honestly, I feel like this is a team that's going to win six games or it's going to win t- like ten games. Yeah, like I think there's, there's no th- in between. Yeah, they're they're either going to be really good or it's they're going to they're going to make blocks. a they're going to make a bowl game. I think I think five and seven is probably the the least amount of wins you can have this year. Um, even I know he you know Scott Frost is the hometown guy and you know he's the prodigal son returns, but I think I think even you know having another four and eight season isn't helping the case. You know, Scott Frost has all the time in the world at Nebraska. but four and eight, that kind of shortens the time. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna turn a lot of the fans to being like, you know, I, like here we, we go. Not even Frost can fix this. Right, and I think five and seven is is probably the the least amount of wins you can have, just because of the the way the schedule is this year. I think As six and six, get, you, you keep the faith. Yeah. Seven and five, everyone's feeling pretty good. Yep. You win 8-9. Eight, 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 nine and eight, three. People are or boner city. Yep. Because nine, are nine, nine in the and side. nine and three, we might be in the Big Ten championship game. It depends on who we beat, Yeah, yeah. If we if we because one of those wins would have to be against Wisconsin, Ohio. probably Wisconsin. Maybe we would have to beat Wisconsin, Northwestern, or Iowa. Yeah, we we might have to beat all three. We, to well be honest. obviously we have to beat all three, but we could take a loss to one and go eight and four. Uh, I'm gonna look up the schedule real quick just to make sure I'm. Make sure we're on the right page of what. Yeah, because is the going gauntlet on. is we play Ohio State, Michigan, Wisconsin, Michigan State, Iowa. Yeah. All this year, that's five games. Yeah. So you have to win to go eight and three. You have to win at least two. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, most most people are, like like most Nebraska fans do, they're thinking, okay, first three games, three zero. Oh. Colorado's going a game. I, maybe. I, I don't know what I don't know how, what Colorado looks like this year. True, you know, because they might look it, like that ten. Th- they might look like that ten and two team that was a couple years ago. They might, like the, they might look like the. They might they might look like the what three and nine team they were last year. I oh, yeah. you know, Colorado's one of those teams that just it fluctuates. I think they were like six and six last year. Or whatever they were or, shit. Right? Yeah, they they weren't. I remember like how shit. Yeah, um, I'm currently looking up the schedule. Right now, so well, I mean, you open up with Akron this week, mm. it's obviously a win. Yes, next week Troy's gonna push it, but you should be, yeah, them. because Troy's just one of those teams that pushes teams. It's yeah, and then Colorado should be a win, you yes. know, and then we round out non con. No, there's only three non cons, there's only three non cons because right no, after no, that, we, we go, go to Michigan. Michigan. Oh, god, I think we beat Michigan. I think we do too. The, 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 only, the, the, only, the only problem is is that we go to Ann Arbor. I think the only problem is Shea Patterson could finally... Is Shea Patterson the quarterback now? Shea Shea Patterson is the starting quarterback. Because Wilton Spate transferred to UCLA. I think Shea Patterson has the potential to save Jim Harbaugh's job. I do too. I think if Jim Harbaugh loses... But they they also also, uh, have... They're not sure yet, but uh, Tariq Black, uh, one of their wide receivers, and who, the guy who has been Shea Patterson's number one target since he was able to start practicing mm. uh, may be out for the season. Oh shit! So that's that's a huge hit. Um, because um, right. right now we have obviously Akron this this weekend, mm. Colorado, Troy, and well, go to Michigan. Colorado's next week. I thought Troy was next week. Yeah, no, uh, Michigan, Purdue at home. That's a win. That's a Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you're right, Purdue's... The, they they they've been uh, Big Ten analysts have been saying that it's a coin flip. That when they when mm. they're predicting, they're going with a coin flip, and a lot of times they're picking Purdue. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin uh, in Madison. Northwe- Northwestern. Win. In Evanston. Win. Northwestern. Uh, Minnesota. That's gonna be a blowout. Uh yeah. There's no way, there's no way that it's close after what happened last year. Yeah. Um. Ohio State in Columbus. That's a loss. Big I think. loss. Big big loss. Um, Illinois at home. Michigan State at home, and then Iowa in Iowa City. Which I, I think I think Iowa is a win. I think Michigan State is a coin flip. Michigan State yes. and Purdue are the coin flips yes. on that schedule. Um, so right now, if we go one, two, three, um, let's go with the coin flip for Nebraska beating Purdue because it's a home game. Okay. Um, gives slight edge. Yep. Uh, so four zero. Four, no, no four and one because lost and Michigan. One, yep, um, four and two Wisconsin, okay. five and two, six and two, seven and two. Wait, seven and three with uh, a loss to Ohio State. Okay. Uh, eight and three with the win against Michigan because it's at home. Michigan State or Michigan State, yeah. and then Iowa is that decider on whether you hit nine. I think that's pretty fair shake. I, I, say, I think. I think if I put money on right now, I'm saying. Because and I think I think um, I think they're gonna surprise some people. Yes, uh, but I I think I think they beat Iowa this year because they're they're hurt, like they've they've lost what four of the last five. Yeah, and that's embarrassing to a team like Iowa that is very inconsistent. Yeah, and they lost their best running back. They they lost their, best, their best running back. Player. Uh, their best defensive player. They lost a lot. Didn't they lose their quarterback too? They lost their corner, their uh, aw- their best corner in the country last year. Yeah, corner. The, whatever that award is. Um, uh, the Thorpe, I think, is what it is. That Thorpe's for the kicker or punter. That you're thinking of Lou Groza. The Groza's the punter. Yeah, the, yeah, you're right. Jim Thorpe the the is guy. the defensive yeah, back. Yeah, you're right. Um, but I, th- I think I think they're obviously going to want revenge because they got decimated at Memorial Stadium last year. You and I were there. We we watched it on the on the screens when we uh, were able to when concessions went. Yeah, we were uh, concessions that game. And it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> like midway through the second quarter, it started to get bad. Yeah. Because Tanner Lee started doing Tanner Lee things, <laughs> and. The defense started doing defense things. And you try to be a superhero and sh- basically just shit his pants Yeah, and um, I'm really disappointed that uh, we we did not recruit Noah Fant. Well, that's one of those. That's revisionist history. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and an in-state kid that you should get, but you don't like, know what he's going to turn out to be. And right. The same thing was like. Well, uh, either way, I think you I think you need to get the top the top guys in Nebraska. At least the top three recruits in Nebraska should be going to Nebraska every year, or mm-hmm. at least two of them. You know, because if you if you lose one to I, I you know I'm just I'm just saying if you're gonna put as much um, in in-state recruiting as uh, like Mike Riley tried to tried to say he was, mm-hmm. you need to be getting those guys. If you're gonna f- if you if there's because they they talked a lot about the 500 mile radius. And about in-state recruiting, and then you have stories like Bryson Williams, where uh, he said that they didn't. Do shit. Yeah, which, you know, looking back, they had um, that kid from York, uh, Mark. Uh, y- you know, the defensive tackle from York that ended up going to going Duco. You know who I'm talking about? No. Um, I Ma- know the Maypue, or whatever his name is. Oh yeah. Yeah, they had him, and they, they said that they weren't going to take any more defensive tackles, which, again, revisionist history, if they if they knew what was going to happen with him, they would have obviously recruited Williams a lot harder, I think. Mm-hmm. But they also thought that he wasn't a fit for the 3-4. They didn't think he was a three, uh, fit for the 3-4, and he's second on the depth chart at Wisconsin right now at nose tackle in the 3-4. Yeah. He's pretty good. <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> I just, I, I don't, because, and, and that's one thing, too, is, it, that, I think that might be one criticism I have of Frost and his, uh, um, his staff, is that they blame Mike Riley and his staff for a lot. Well. It, you, you've heard a lot of, well, that was the old staff. Well, you have to tear down the old culture. Yeah, well, I no, I agree, but I mean, you know, at some point they, they just a, gotta stop. They had a month to basically, you know, try to recover. Like he even, you know, reached out to the guys that he reached out to. Bookie, he reached <laughs> which who is slated to start for Oklahoma, by the way. Um, but anyway. Uh, he reached out to him. He reached out to Bryson Williams, who said that if he had, like, one more a week to decide, he probably would have flipped. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of he those... He reached out to... Uh, yeah, it just... It, it, it is what it is, I guess. But, yeah, I, this, I think, I think now the excuses are over. Yeah. Fall camp has started. You've had a full yep. spring. You've got your starting quarterback. You've you got, got your depth chart set. Yep. You've got... It's time to put up or shut up. Two or three transfers... <laughs> starting right now. It's, it's like just, it ain't it's not. It ain't it ain't time to blame old people. It's yeah. it's your it's your um, gig. Yeah. One uh, one thing I think we need to understand is that Stanley Morgan might ni- might not get to a thousand yards this year. Is that people are right, pretty might wrong. get to two thousand. Well I think I think he's I think pe- people are putting a lot of pressure on Stanley Morgan and talking about how oh he's gonna be a thousand yard receiver. He was so close last year, which Realistically, he's even said that he left probably a hundred yards on the field last year, with end drops, end drops alone. Uh, and the fact he missed a game. And the fact he missed a game, yeah. You know, you if but like last year, um, UCF had a thousand-yard receiver in uh, Traquan Smith, who um, only had fifty-five catches on the year. So we're not going to have the 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 ball is going to be spread around a lot more. I think this year, than it was last year. It's not going to be, we're not going to have a, like a Any, 80, it, you're, nobody's going to have like an 80 cap season. Yeah, and my thing is, you know, everyone's going to be key and Stanley Morgan. Yeah, and which frees up Tyron Lindsay, J.D. Spielman, Mike Williams. I mean, I'll put this out here right now. I think Nebraska's leading receiver this year is going to be J.D. Spielman. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yards wise I'm, yeah. exci- I'm excited for what uh, Tyron Lindsay can do. I think Tyshawn Lindsay is going to be a good footholder for a little bit, and he's going to continue to not be useful whatsoever. Well, I, that also remains to be seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, Mike Re- Mike Riley and his staff were very bad about um, player development Player development and um, cycling guys in. You know, you had like three guys playing all year, and uh, Tyron Lindsey got in on like four games. Yeah, like as as far as like getting a catch in four game, he had like four catches or something like that. Uh, he he barely played, yeah. and he's like, "Look at us blaming Mike <laughs> Riley already." No. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> we can we can blame Mike Riley all day if we True. really if we if we really wanted to. Because we can't. There's just so much that's yeah. come out after after the fact that like like him him and his staff telling the players that if they didn't want to lift they didn't have to. Right. That's bullshit. Yeah. You lift. Yeah. For sure. Especially if you're an offensive lineman or defensive lineman. Yeah. You lift. Well I think it's put up or shut up time. Yeah, it's and I think it's time for us I to think, shut up. I think I think more than ever for Nebraska it's put up or shut up time. Yeah. With Scott Frost as head coach. Yeah. And, uh, you get one, you get one year of transition, and I think next year it's one hundred percent. You win games or Be- because the schedule kind of flips next year. Yeah, is we have an e- we have an easy schedule next year. Yeah. Well, com- compared to compared to this year, as far as away games and what we have to, because we play like Indiana, Maryland. Uh, yeah, we get the shit. Yeah, the we games. get the shit teams. East. Yeah. Um, All right well um, that's, our that's our first s- ever slider. What was it? The mini beef slider? Mini beef slider. Ah, I love it. I do too. It's kinda nice, we're into it. Yeah. Alright, that was our first mini beef slider. Time for us to put up and shut up. <laughs> and uh don't be a bitch. Yeah.